Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. You are locked on Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome into Locked on Mavericks for Tuesday, October 11th. It is uh, preseason game number four. It's the date of that. So uh, if you're interested in that action, it is Mavs hosting the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight at the AAC, the Kevin Durantless Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, thank you for listening to Locked on Mavericks. Feel free to subscribe, give us a rating on that uh, on that iTunes. You know, take 30 seconds and do that for us. We'd really appreciate it. The numbers have been great. Um, a lot of great responses thus far. So I really appreciate that um, from you dudes that are listening to us, dudes and ladies, I guess, that are listening to us uh, on the daily. But it's uh, we're a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and uh, you can go check out your favorite football team, your favorite uh, fantasy team, or not fantasy team, fantasy sport, and uh, subscribe to those as well, and it'll be every day there for you. Uh, it's the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team. It's every day, and this is uh, Locked On Mavericks. So we focus on the Mavericks, and I am Mike Marshall. <clears throat> Uh, at Machine Sports on Twitter, if you take part in that. Uh, you can follow the show at Locked on Mavericks on Twitter. And uh, my Mavericks broadcasting better half is on the other end of the phone line. Uh, his name is Jacob Kemp, and he works at Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Um, he's just an all-around swell guy. So let's say hi to Jake. How you doing, bro? I'm doing well. Uh, you should also check out my podcast that I launched, where I just do a podcast on my own fantasy team. Ooh, I think there's a big listenership for that. Yeah, it's just a podcast. It's daily. It's daily. It's part of the network. It's a daily podcast that just covers uh, my fantasy baseball team, Birds Wearing Hats. Mm, Yes, yes, yes. Um, I help. I I help this team somewhere. I'm in the front office. Yeah. So we'll have you on for an interview, sort of a headed, headed to the draft. Do you have a cheat sheet? That's that's, that's right. my help. That's, that's my right. assistance. I actually have it to where I can just press a button on my phone and it types that exact text <laughs> and sends it right to you. Predictive so, text just finishes the whole thing. Yeah, just a little code I wrote. It's you it's you and Saroy. Saroy will be hidden like walking into a baseball draft. He's like, Hey, do you have any cheat sheet or anything? Yeah, I'm like well, well I do, yeah, actually, Mike. Well, you're gonna <laughs> for sure gonna happen do. again. Yeah, instead of uh, listening to your daily fantasy podcast that's strictly about your fantasy uh, mm-hmm. teams, I might just uh, follow Justin's Twitter because that's all he ever tweets about, just asking experts, like, make his <laughs> roster de- roster decisions for him. I swear uh, that dude sends, sends me more fantasy questions uh, than anybody are, else. People are really into what the experts think. Yeah, got to outsource this information so that if it's wrong, I can blame somebody else. I can blame Matthew Barry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get it, Jamie Eisenberg. If I don't win this week, but mm. uh, that's Justin Montemayor. He'll probably be on uh, here a couple times this season, at least. For um, sure. 
He uh, is my co-host on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, on a show called Not a Podcast, because it is not a podcast. It's a uh, terrestrial radio show on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket, if you're interested in that. 15 days from the regular season beginning, and to me that means 10 more daily episodes until real basketball starts. Um, And that'll be in in Indiana, uh, October 26th. Um, But what we are going to do today... Um, we've put this off for quite some time and I feel like we're prepared to do it now. Um, there are some interesting, uh, season previews coming out and things like that, but you're over under win totals. They've been out for a while and, uh, we haven't really touched on them at all yet. Um, so we're going to get to that in here in a couple of minutes. If you want to submit some questions for uh, a Friday episode, you can, uh, shoot those along to at locked on Mavs on Twitter or locked on Mavs at gmail.com. Um, and we'll try to get around to those on one of these Friday episodes whenever we have nothing else going on, and there's still 15 days till the season. But um, we're going to be using uh, Westgate Superbook, which I that could be totally a made-up thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't gamble. I've uh, I've bet I've bet once, and it was in Las Vegas um, at a at a sports book. I think it was at the at Aria. At Hotel Aria, very, very nice, nice sport- hotel. Yes, a very, a very uh, upscale hotel with a very uh, legit sports book. Had a nice day. Went and went and had a nice seven and one on NFL bets, and uh, you know had to buy dinner that night. So that's my experience in gambling. So if uh, Westgate Superbook is not a thing, then I'm just real sorry about it. But uh, we're going to use their uh, over under win totals for the uh, futures projections uh, for the NBA Western Conference. And we're going to do Western Conference today because that's what we really care about, quite honestly. So you're basically working off of a pool of wins. In these 1,230 games, there are going to be, um, what would it be, 615 wins, um, most likely in a balanced sheet. Um, Mm -hmm. Sportsbook has, or uh, Westgate Superbook, I apologize, uh, has uh, <laughs> has uh, the West the 15 teams in the West winning 643 games this year uh, from top to bottom from Golden State all the way down to Los Angeles. So let's just start at the bottom and start throwing numbers at this thing. Um, and if you just want to do over under, that's totally fine. I put numbers on it just to make sure it kind of added up to something I would like. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Los Angeles Lakers are uh, your 15th seed. Um, in the projections, and let me see if they were last year. Yes, they were the worst team in basketball outside of the 76ers. Uh, 17 wins last year for the Lakers. Uh, Westgate Superbook is projecting 25 wins, so a jump of eight. Um, I guess uh, they're really excited about Timothy Mozgov and uh, the emergence of Brandon Ingram. I don't see a lot different with this team. They did add uh, Jose Calderon, um, and the rest is the same bullcrap. Um, uh, they had a dang. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I don't know how I glossed right over Luol And dang. you get a year better from uh, from Russell and Clarkson. Sure. Um, yeah, which I think we both kind of like those dudes. Oh, yeah, I like them a lot. You get another um, year out of Julius Randle. He's hurt, what, the whole year? Yeah, he's always hurt, man. I th- I don't know. I kind of like their team. <laughs> oh, I like their future for sure. But that's that's the trick with this, I think, is like um, keeping yourself away from betting on everything a year too early. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't think 25 is insane. Um, 
if you know, I don't really care either way about their win total. Once you're outside the playoffs, like it's like so inconsequential to me. Um, once you're below like whatever forty wins, it's really just you know you're just that other group of teams down there. Right. Um, but I don't think they'll. I think the West overall is going to be less polarizing than it was last year. I don't think you're going to have two teams under 25 wins um, like last year with Phoenix and uh, Los Angeles. So, and I think Los Angeles probably gets close to that 25 wins. And I put uh, I put down 26, which is a, which is a slight over, but I wouldn't. I don't think your bookie would call it a lean. <laughs> I think it's kind of like right on the nose. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with you because 27 seems like adding 10 wins to their total from last year seems like too much. That's but pretty I do, tough. I do think that they're better than, than 25, though. Yeah, I think they're slightly better. I mean, just adding Dang and Mozgov, like, uh, and replacing – oh, and, and, you know, if Brandon Ingram gives them anything. Um, but taking, you know, Lou Williams and uh, Nick Young off the court uh, for Luol Dang minutes, and then um, who are they even rolling out at center? It was like Tariq Black? Yeah. I mean, they had a really dog-ass roster. Oh, and by the way, I know why you picked the over. They signed Yi. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yi Jianyan Linlin or whatever. Um, and they added Zach August, which I completely forgot, um, which I kind of liked him whenever he's playing the tournament, but I don't know if he'll be a uh, factor. So, yeah, I guess that's a, that's plenty of minutes on the Lakers. Um, next up, 14th. Uh, team in the West uh, last season projected as the 14th team uh, this year, the Phoenix Suns. 23 wins last season. Uh, Westgate Superbook has them projected at 28 and a half, um, which I think is a really solid number. Um, I hate whenever you look at these things, like the teams that the, the worst five teams in each conference, you're going to look at the numbers that they throw out for them and you're going to go, yeah. That kind of looks all right. And then one of them is going to beat their total by like 10 or 15. Yeah. And, it, and it's going to be real inconsequential because they're not even going to make the playoffs. But you're going to feel like an idiot. Um, I guess the only difference for them is moving Brandon Knight to the bench, um, trying to use him as an instant offense off the bench type dude. Like, um, yeah, you had Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Why do yeah. you just do that? Yeah. But uh, you're looking at a starting rotation of Eric Bledsoe, Devin Booker, TJ Warren, Jared Dudley, and uh, Tyson Chandler with Brandon Knight, Alex Lynn, and PJ Tucker, and a uh, high draft pick, Marquise Christ. And if they get anything out of Dragon Bender, um, another team that I'm really, really like their future, but I can't bet on them uh, being anything more than like a 30 win team this season. I'm going to go under 28 and a half. I think I'm going to go like 26. Even though I really, really like some of the moves they've made, they've also made some other really dumb ones. Um, yeah. Between Tyson and the way that they w tried to work their backcourt situation out and basically just failed. Mm -hmm. um, I think Devin Booker is going to be a perennial all-star, but it's, you know, he's 20. Right. So even though Jared Dudley, nice, nice piece, nice pickup. I think Alex Lynn should be starting over Tyson Chandler. Yeah. Um, I think that they could have found way better use for that money that they paid Chandler. But they do still have a pretty great player in Bledsoe and an emerging pretty great player in Booker. But I like them a little bit less top to bottom than the uh, Lakers. 
Yeah, I uh, I've got it. I got them at right at thirty. So I've got them upping their win total um, by seven from last year. I just think they're going to be better overall. And whenever they actually, they're going to trade Tyson Chandler. I think that's probably the worst kept secret that's uh, that's happening in the Western Conference is he's not going to be a part of that team. Um, so if you throw Alex Lynn in there uh, as a starting center and whatever you get in return for Tyson Chandler, and then you create more minutes for P.J. Tucker as um, as a small fall, small ball four, or even, I mean, he could defend some fives in some scenarios. Yeah. Um, I don't hate it. I just, you know, what's the difference between <laughs> 26 and 30 wins? Um, but I think they'll be slightly better. So I would take the over on Phoenix. Um, number 13 in the projections. And uh, where were they last year? They were, let's see, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10. Yeah, Kings, Kings, were, 10th. Kings, Kings were 10th last year, tied for 10th um, with the Denver Nuggets um, with 33 wins last year, projected at 32 and a half. Looking at the roster, it is not great. Um, they lose Rajon Rondo. They'll be starting Darren Collison after his uh, suspension. Um, Aaron Aflalo starting at two. Rudy Gay trying to get the hell out of there at small forward. Um, and they'll roll some version of Boogie and uh, Willie Colleystein at 4-5. Yeah, uh, I don't know that long term that that is going to work. I don't think it will. <laughs> I, I like both guys a lot. I really like Willie Colleystein, and I would have been interested in the Mavericks making a play to move up in the draft and try to get him. Yeah. But I also think that you can't have – that lack, that just dearth of shooting, especially if you're running Darren Collison at the point, you can't have Collie Stein and Cousins starting and playing most of their minutes together. Yeah. It's just no, not I agree. Work. I agree. I, I like them both individually, obviously, and Boogie is, you know, um, my thoughts on Boogie are um, way up there and, you know, top 10 player in the league type of uh, esteem for him. But playing them together doesn't seem like a great option. And they tried to stretch Boogie out to the three-point line last year. It didn't go really great. I don't think Rudy Gay is a good enough outside shooter. And Aaron Aflalo hasn't been a good enough outside shooter for like four years. Yeah. So Their, their other option is to is to put Costa Kufus at the four or the five. Yeah. And that might be a little bit better. I don't know. What, wise, but. Yeah, I don't know if that makes a ton of difference. He's he's their best, I guess, bench player. Omri Caspi is going to get a ton of minutes because they're going to need somebody that can shoot. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. They had a Ty, Loss, Ty Lawson. Uh, they could not. They would not trade, uh, or the Mavericks would not trade uh, a second round pick for Ben McLemore, so he's still there. Um, Matt Barnes on your team. So uh, yeah, if you want to be on Sports Center for starting a bunch of uh, bullcrap fights, Matt Barnes will be there for you. But yeah. this team, this team is a stinking disaster, man. Yeah, like I don't look at another collection of talent in this, in the Western Conference, and just turn my nose up at it quicker. Like, um, nothing fits. <laughs> uh, Thirty-three wins last year. Thirty-two-five is the uh, is the projection from Westgate Superbook. I'm going under. Yeah, I'll go under. I'm, I'm go going twenty-eight. Yeah, I'm going. I'm, I think I'm going 30 uh, for them. So same win total as the Suns. 
All right, Denver Nuggets, the next team on the list. Um, 33 wins, tied for 10th last year. 36 and a half is the projection from uh, from the Superbook this year. Pulling up their depth charts. Let's see what we got as it's loading. I apologize for that. All right, uh, Moutier obviously starting at points. Will Barton at two. Uh, Gallo at small forward. Uh, Jokic at power forward and uh Nurkic at center. I mean that all all their big men are kind of interchangeable. Um except for Fareed does a different kind of he he runs a different kind of style than those dudes. But uh really none of the dudes are I don't even know. I haven't like seen enough of Jokic and Nurkic to like say uh to if I had to like power rank <laughs> the players in the league, I'd have to do a little bit of research on those two. Uh, well, I mean, I, uh, Nurkic was hurt almost all year. Yeah, that's right. But that's Jokic right. is, I mean, he's the real deal, man, I think. I, yeah, and I liked him when he played the Mavs, but it's like, you know, watching a team that has legit 6'11 centers that can that can move a little bit against Zaza last year. Like, I don't know. Like, my scouting report from, and both those dudes, barely, uh, Nurkic is barely 22. Jokic is uh, not even 22 yet. They still have Fareed. Uh, they drafted Jamal Murray, which I thought was really solid. Um, Jokic can shoot too. Danny, he took interested. He took eighty-five threes last year. Wow! And hit thirty-three percent. So for a big man, that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, they still have Wilson Chandler. Um, we'll see how he slides into there, um, and uh, Darrell Arthur as well. So not a terrible starting unit however you want to throw those pieces together and uh, a pretty solid like top seven top eight quite honestly uh they just don't have a star yet so i think moutier might um might make some strides this year if he can stop turning the ball over and shoot a better percentage um win total is projected at 36 and a half and i kind of say yeah like that's about where i see them uh i put it right at 36 so i guess technically under but um 36 sounds good to me I'm going to give them 38. Oh, wow. <clears throat> they won 33 games last year, mm-hmm. and that was with uh 18-year-old playing point guard, and or 19-year-old, and uh, missed most of the year from from Nurkic. I, I think they're better than the three other teams we've talked about so far by a lot, because I think Moutier is I think the I think that guy's probably going to be a if not a star, a borderline star. Yeah. No, I I would buy uh, futures and Emmanuel Moutier making some. Uh, I don't know if it'd be All Star teams or like third team NBA or however you would get <laughs> the most respect you could as a point guard that plays for Denver. Um, but I think he's going to be pretty highly thought of after this season. Um, so you had thirty eight, I had thirty six. Uh, next team is twelfth, uh, uh, New Orleans Pelicans, thirty wins last year. Projected at uh, 36.5 by Westgate Superbook. Already having uh, struggles of their own with uh, Drew Holiday, who is not going to be playing um, for, I don't know, until when. Uh, dealing with um, whatever was going on with his wife. I wasn't sure what the story was, but there was a, some kind of serious issue going on there. So that throws Langston Galloway and is your starting point guard. Etwan Moore is your shooting guard. Solomon Hill... It's going to start Tim, small. Tim Frazier. Tim, Tim Frazier as well. <laughs> um, of course, you got uh, Anthony Davis and you got Agensa. Um, they added Terrence Jones. They drafted Buddy Heald. 
Uh, Omer Ashik is still there. Still there. Quincy Pondexter as well. They had a Robert Sacri in case you missed that. So, um, and Tyreek Reek will not be uh, ready for the start of the season allegedly with his uh, with his knee surgery. Jeez. So you're missing your starting point guard, your starting shooting guard, and um, like I look at every dude on their bench and I'm like, hey, I'd like to have that guy as like a ninth man on my team. Um, but they're just garbage there. <laughs> like, uh, and they drafted a uh, Czech Diallo as well as a uh, as a project. They have them at uh, 36 and a half wins. Dude, I feel like that's pretty stinking high <laughs> for that collection of talent that I'm looking at. And obviously, they probably made this whenever they thought Drew Holiday was healthy, or gonna or Drew Holiday Drew Holiday was gonna play. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going 32 for the Pelicans. 32? 32. I think so I'll go 36. 36. All right. <clears throat> so, still less than the Nuggets, about what they were last year. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the story with, uh, like, Holiday might be their third best player right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if he's, I guess it just depends on how much time he's going to miss, but I'll go 36. 36. Okay. Um, moving up. The next team uh, on your list is your Dallas Mavericks. They are projected as the 10th seed according to this win total. Uh, 42 wins last year. Um, 39 uh, is the projection from Westgate Superbook. Um, I don't know how much we have to talk about our own team, but uh, I feel like uh, last year was 42 wins on a nightmare of a season um, with – Rosters constantly in flux with Chandler Parsons missing time and, um, you know, guys just injured nonstop. You had a roster full of 60-game 60, 60 players that got stretched into 82 games and then into the playoffs. And I don't want to sound like too much of a homer, but I think 39 is kind of ridiculous, um, especially with the addition of Bogut uh, and what he should bring and the emergence of Justin Anderson and Wes, Wes Matthews just being something um, better than, you know, like the 50th <laughs> PER for a shooting guard. So I'm going to go 43 for your Dallas Mavericks. That's a long-winded way of saying I'm going 43 wins. I'm going to go 42. Okay. I think they're probably going to end up exceeding expectations based on the book, but probably probably not much or probably not at all better than last year. So give me 42 and 40. Um, but that at least means that every team we've said so far, I have them above them. Yeah, for sure. No, there are, uh, I know Kevin Pelton and his, uh, fancy projection system had them as like 13th in the West. And I just, I just can't look at those five teams that we've already talked about and say any of them are going to leapfrog the Mavericks. I can't, I can't honestly think that. So, um, let's move up to, uh, what would be the nine seed in the uh, Western conference, um, the Minnesota Timberwolves, 29 wins last season. Um, 41 and a half is the win total projection from the, uh, the super book. Um, obviously the phenomenal rookie year from, uh, Carl Anthony Towns. Um, you're getting Ru- Rubio at point guard, Zach Levine, Wiggins, Katz, and, uh, your boy Gorgie Jang, uh, key defenders, uh, or key, uh, bench players, um, Shabazz, Muhammad, uh, Chris Dunn, who they drafted at the fifth overall pick. They added Jordan Hill, Cole Aldrich, Brandon Rush. Uh, still have Tyus Jones 
And uh, Pekovic is going to miss the entire season, which really breaks my heart. But um, I think we need to uh, tap the brakes a little bit with the uh, Timberwolves, expecting them to uh, best their win total last year by 12 wins. Um, I don't think is uh, – I mean, they can be very talented. And obviously Tom Thibodeau is there. Sorry, I glossed, I glossed right over that. Besting their win total from last year by 12 wins um, – I don't think is very realistic. Um, I think they're phenomenally talented and they don't know how to win um, just bullcrap Tuesday night games quite yet. Um, if you're traveling to, you know, uh, a nice Tuesday night in Milwaukee or something, I don't think they quite know how to do that yet. So I'm going to say, I don't think they're far off at 41.5. I'm going 39. Yeah, I wrote down 40. Yeah. So that's still way better. Yeah. I think I think for them getting real close to 500 is like it'd be impressive um, for a core that is that young, um, 21 years old for Levine, 21 for Wiggins, uh, 20 years old for Cat, uh, Gorgie is still 26, Chris Dunn 22. Um, let's see. I don't screw it. I don't want to. Look I think the group. other key for them is to start Levine at the two and not have him ever play point guard. Yeah, and I think that's the idea with with Dunn there. Yeah, um, it kind of <laughs> keeps them away from you know doing the stupidest thing, which would be rolling Levine at point guard. Um, so I got thirty nine. You got forty. Uh, so two teams tied um, in the projection for the seventh spot. Let's talk about the first one: um, Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, 42 wins last year. Um, 43 and a half is the projection by uh, Superbook. Um, obviously added Chandler Parsons. Um, not too certain when he's going to be able to play. Um, it was a like meniscus repair, and then it became like a bigger deal, from what I understand. So it ended up what was supposed to be like four to six weeks ended up being like two to four months uh, type of deal. Or whatever the time frame is, it just got it just got extrapolated out to a uh, a really long time frame that I don't think anybody was expecting. So I don't know about Parsons' health. They retained Mike Conley, Tony Allen at the two. They're going to use Zach Randolph off the bench, which I think is pretty interesting. Um, and uh, I'm assuming Jermichael Green might get that start at power forward, and then uh, of course Marcus Gasol at center. They still got Vince Carter. Uh, drafted Wade Baldwin. Um, let's see, Deontay Davis and a bunch. Brandon Wright, he's all right. Jordan Adams and then a bunch of other random dudes. Um, I don't really love this team. <laughs> I no. think there's, I think there's a difference between, um, like, I'll compliment the Mavericks in like certain positions for being um, veteran and uh, like having elite veterans at some, at you know, particularly Dirk. This team is just stinking old um, with almost a 35-year-old Tony Allen, a 35-year-old Zach Randolph. Um, Vince Carter's almost 40. And I don't know what you're going to get out of Zebo if he's running against te- other teams' second units who are, when you think about a second unit in the Western Conference in the NBA now, that backup four, backup five is not going to be your traditional 4-5. Like yeah. They're going to they're gonna run his ass up and down the court. So I don't know what you're getting out of Zebo. Uh, they have them at 43 and a half. I have them at 41 wins. I'll take 41. I mean, yeah. you, you got to love still having Conley and Gasol. But outside of that, yeah. I mean, 
If especially yeah. if Parsons is going to be, I didn't know that that it had gotten worse. Uh, I thought I saw the other day that he thought he was going to be ready. It was. I mean, it was supposed to be uh, like a four week thing, and then it turned into like a three month thing. Um, McMahon was talking about it on the uh, on Dunked On the other day because he's best buds with Parsons, obviously. But yeah, it was it was supposed to be like a meniscus like repair, and then it would turn into like a bigger deal. Um, on his knees, so I don't know. It's very up in the air, his timetable. Um, so I don't know. And they just signed him for a long-term deal, so I think you would want to um, kind of ease him into that and not get what the Mavericks got out of him last year. Yeah, well, which David Fisdale says he plans to use him like LeBron. <laughs> I saw that, and I say, good effing luck, Dave. Have yeah. fun with that. <laughs> All right, so we're getting a little long here, so we'll save uh, the uh, projected one through eight teams, um, or the top seven, I guess, whatever the hell we're looking at. Yeah, top seven, I guess. Um, for, uh, for tomorrow, that'll be uh, your Houston Rockets, your Portland Trailblazers, your Oklahoma City Thunder, Utah Jazz, Clippers, Spurs, and Warriors for tomorrow. But as of right now, the teams that we've done, uh, no one has a higher win total than the Dallas Mavericks at 43 for me. Championship. <laughs> and 42 for you. So, uh, yeah, shave those beards. Hang a banner. <laughs> Hang a banner. Um, like, you really can just tuck it in now because we projected you to uh, be the best out of the bottom half of the Western Conference. <laughs> so, awesome. We'll get back to this tomorrow. Um, please subscribe and uh, rate and review and do all the other nice crap you can do for us because we do this for free. Um, Jake, thank you for your time. I'll holler at you tomorrow. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow after the uh, preseason game. Bye. Bye.